Hello, and welcome to the My Heart and Mind podcast, where it's all about creating the feel-good mindset so you can make the most of every moment and reap the benefits of getting the most happiness out of life. And now, over to your host, Sally Crawley. Hey there, hearties. Thank you for joining me for episode number three of the Heart and Mind podcast. This episode is called Hope You Can Change Your Expectation. I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to me, whether you're walking the dog, driving the car, sitting at home, doing the washing or even some of the housework. Today, the conversation is going to be about hope, building hope and looking forward to the future. It's about giving your life meaning because I found it really important when my life changed after having a heart attack and breast cancer, my future had changed as well. So to create hope for the future, to look forward and to find ways of focusing on what you want so you can live and love life. It's about changing your expectations and it isn't as difficult as it might seem. Hope is important. It was hope very, very important for me because I no longer wanted to feel the why me. I was something that kept going through my mind and I realised that having help, sorry, having hope helped me to connect with people. It helped me to look forward and I began to see the new situations and circumstances of my life more positively. I was able to start looking outside of myself rather than dwelling on the inside on my thoughts and my feelings. Having hope is motivational and it can help you grow in your ability to learn new things, new ways of living your life. You can gain a sense of being in control and be able to think outside the box when problem solving. With hope, you're able to be flexible in thought and behaviours. Other benefits include feeling purposeful and being able to dream of the art of the possible. So starting right now, let's just get on with the episode. And it's about hope, change and expectation. As in the previous episodes, I looked up the definition of the word hope in the dictionary, this time the Merriam-Webster dictionary. And it says, firstly, that hope is to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or to be true. Another definition is to desire with expectation of obtainment or fulfilment. And thirdly, to expect with confidence. Hope for me is an optimistic state of mind. After my heart attack, I didn't have a lot of optimism. And it's based on an expectation of upbeat outcomes. It helps you to see the positives in events and circumstances in your life or the world at large. Do you remember me saying about reading the book called The Luck Factor? That certainly had an impact and it definitely gave me some hope. Positive psychology has studied how hope and forgiveness can influence several aspects of life. These include health, well-being, work and personal meaning. So again, using the definitions from the dictionary that I looked up, it's clear to me that hope plays an important part in creating a new life after a life-changing event. So firstly, hope to desire and want to live a full and purposeful life. To look forward to how you want to live your life now and how things will be different and how it can be improved. Remember, everything changes. Hope is the expectation that you can obtain happiness and joy despite having a heart condition and that you can still achieve what you desire in life. And then finally, 
Hope is to know deep in your heart that your life is worth living and that you have the confidence to make the necessary changes to the way you want to live. So for me, hope is about looking forward to the future, no matter what the limitations. It's about knowing that you can have what you want, despite the changes that you have to make. Hope is the opposite of despair, and I was and have been very despairing in my time. When we despair, it's because you feel that there are no choices. Hope, having hope, is a life-affirming state to have. But during my recovery at first, I had little hope. At some points, I wondered why I survived. What was the point? At the time of my heart attack, I was using crutches and could only crawl halfway up the stairs. It was exhausting. I couldn't see how I would ever get back to the state of fitness and be able to take part in my passion martial arts again. At the time when I ruptured my Achilles, I was in the middle of a martial arts class. It was Tang Sudo. I have spent years doing Shotokan Karate and had recently taken up the Tang Sudo, so I was really disappointed. Alas, after my heart attack, both my cardiologist and my orthopaedic surgeon both told me I should not continue with Tang Sudo or any other martial arts. The reason being, martial arts is too explosive and the pressure it would put on my damaged heart would be too much. As for my Achilles tendon, it was explained to me that the risk of another rupture happening again had now increased by a further 20%. For me, this was really hard to accept at first. But once I had found acceptance and I had a little energy to want to help myself feel better, I was able to focus on my options. I began to have a little bit of hope as I began to kind of brainstorm some ideas. And as I looked at the other ways that I could still stay involved with the sport, a few ideas that I had helped me and raised my hope. I thought about being a referee and a judge. I'd trained many years ago. And I really enjoyed competitions. I also considered that I could teach or I could assist. It's a long time since I did any teaching. And then the future started to look shiny again. I had something to hope for, something to live for. As you discover yourself on your journey to feel good now, it's vital that you have hope. Without hope, there's nothing to plan, nothing to look forward to. And this is why having hopes and dreams gives us something to aim for, to improve our lives for ourselves and for the people we love. How can I help? What, are we going to, what am I going to teach with you today? So I want you to think about it's what you can do, not what you can't do. Like my story about martial arts. Is there something that you feel hopeless about? Something that you want to do to have? or to be, that because of your own health issues, you can't. Maybe it's not because of your health. Maybe it's just a belief that you have. Either way, when you think about it, do you feel hopeless and helpless? If so, it's time to change how you're thinking about life. So now, what I'd like you to do, as part of the working through the process of what you can do, not what you can't, I want you to choose something that leaves you feeling without hope. Brainstorm on a piece of paper some ideas. Go wild with a list of things that you miss, things that you would like to do again in your life. And if it's not necessarily about the doing again, it's about the participation and the feeling that you have. Remember, this is about emotional rehabilitation after a cardiac event. 
but you do need to be realistic here. Make sure that it is real. You couldn't actually decide that you want to be a teenager again, although give me a while and I'm sure I could work out some ways that you could behave like a teenager again, but definitely I can't turn back time. So let's say, for example, you wanted to learn to fly a plane, but because of your cardiac health, it's now impossible. It's most likely that your internal dialogue, the chatter that you have going in your head all the time, whenever you think about or whenever you see a plane, you find yourself saying you can't fly a plane. And whenever you find yourself daydreaming about it, it can be quite heart-wrenching and it can make you feel quite sad. So what I want you to do is I want you to notice that thought, that thought about what you can't do. And that thought might be, I can't fly a plane. It might be, I'll never be able to fly a plane. My heart attack has meant that I can't enjoy flying a plane. And what I want you to do is I want you to accept. And maybe if you go back to one of the earlier episodes, you'll listen to the breathing and you'll allow yourself to just Think about acceptance as you breathe for five minutes through. Because you do need acceptance before you can move your can'ts to your cans. I'd like you to think about that phrase, that thought that you have in your head. It's the third step. Change it to being a thought of possibility. Not an I can perhaps at this moment, but I could possibly do is a good thought to have. And then I want you to sit down with a piece of paper again and ask yourself, what can you do? What can you do that moves you closer to the feeling you want to have? What may, what is it about learning to fly a plane that you enjoy so much? What are the elements that you can't do without or feel that you can't do without? Write down on that piece of paper all of the things. Yep, you can go a bit off the rails here if you like. Just get it all out, all of the options, whether they're possible or not possible, just write down that list. And then I want you to sift through, sift through that list of things and decide of all the things that you can do on that list, which one ones are you going to do? And once you have decided that, choose just the one and set a date to find out more. For example, you really do need to find out the true limitations. Does your heart health hold you back? Are there thoughts that are making you believe that you can't when really you can? What are your options? What alternatives are there? So again, thinking about learning to fly a plane, you might be thinking along the lines of, can you learn to fly but not fly on your own? Look into that. Could you go on an experience day of flying a plane? Maybe you could be a co-pilot of a plane. How about having a go in a flight simulator? What about visiting aircraft museums? Going plane spotting? There's loads of ideas and I don't even want to fly a plane. You could learn flying a plane through videos or books. Watch films about flying. Read books about planes and flying again. Give talks about planes and flying if it's something that you used to do and you just can't now. What about Facebook or other social media platforms? What groups are there that are all full of flying enthusiasts? Maybe if you're working and you wanted to be a pilot. 
Perhaps you can't be a pilot, but what other job could you do at an airport? Or, alternatively, had you thought about getting a job in an aviation museum? See, the alternatives in that are quite broad. Get creative, ask other people, get people to join in with you, because the more support you have, the more love you feel and the more hope you will grow. So what do I want you to do this week? I want you to decide on that one thing. What is it that you are going to do that you previously, until this episode, made you feel like your life was hopeless because you can't do it anymore? I want you to brainstorm all those ideas and move yourself closer to it or approach it in a different way. And remember, we do have the podcast community on Facebook. So if you want some ideas and suggestions, get in touch with people on there. They'll definitely want to get involved and give you some help. I also have provided a download for you that will help guide you through this exercise. And you can download it from www.myheartandmind.co.uk forward slash AM004. So again, our minds can play tricks on us and they'll come up with lots of excuses and reasons why you can't make changes in life just because it's the fear of doing something new. So what potentially could you be thinking to yourself? Well, one idea I had was thinking, what's the point? Well, precisely, why should you give this a go? There is a point to being human and living a happy and hopeful life. Pay attention to what came after that thought. What's the point of what? And then you know where to start. Ask yourself, so what can I do? Then scribble down all the things you can think of that move you closer or alongside. And when you run out of ideas, push yourself for two more. That's often where the magic happens. Another barrier or thought that you might have is, well, there's nothing that I can't do now that I didn't do before. Well, that's fabulous. What a great place to be. So if you want to try this exercise, but you're not missing out on anything, how about brainstorming something that you would like to have done that you hadn't done previously? Something that you believed that you couldn't perhaps or didn't know how to? Then follow the process through. A quick recap and review. So one, brainstorm some ideas and note by noticing the thoughts that you have about what you can't do. Two, Change it to being a thought of possibility. Three, accept that you can't do it the way you used to. Four, ask yourself, what can you do that moves you closer? Make a list of the things that you can do. Remember, outside of the box, get creative. And six, decide of all the things, what one thing are you going to do and set a date? And then just do it. So remember, the group's there to keep you in line and trying to move forward. And this time, there is a freebie for you, which is the activity map to focus on the I can. And that's available for you to download at www.myheartandmind.co.uk forward slash AM004. Remember, the group's there. We're there to support you and to support each other. They can help keep you accountable. So do drop in there and find out what you need to do to get some more ideas 
to get you that feel-good vibe. So come with me together and we can love the life we live. Leave a comment and rate and review this podcast. I'd really, really appreciate that. It will help keep this podcast available in the early searches and we'll be able to help and reach more people together. Thank you for listening. And as the beat goes on, one moment at a time, until next week, when I'll be talking to you about another of the six stages of mindset. This time it's about purpose, how to find your purpose, your meaning, the get up and go that has you jumping out of bed in the morning, your thing that makes you feel real and good. And I look forward to catching up with you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to pop along and join the podcast community at Facebook and search for My Heart and Mind Podcast. And the and is an A-N-D. Okay, remember that. Take good care. Speak soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Sally Crawley and the My Heart and Mind podcast, a show for you if you've had a heart attack, cardiac event, or other life-changing experience and want to feel good. It's all about mastering your feelings and emotions so you can feel great and live the life you love. To find out more, visit www.myheartandmind.co.uk and note that that's an A-N-D and not the ampersand character. Go be magnificent.